Welcome to A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, Lead Practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and number one best-selling author. In this podcast, I aim to give you practical tips on how to accelerate and sustain your health, increase your financial, spiritual and emotional wealth and to look at something that haunts many of us needlessly, weight loss. In some episodes, I'll have guests available to give you even more tips, but in others, the floor is yours. Drop us a line at A Magical Life Podcast on Facebook and let me know what you would like to know more about. Now, sit back and enjoy, because it is time for you to create and truly discover a magical life. Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, and today I'm joined by Vince Kramer, and we're talking about the miracle you. And Yes, people, you are a miracle, but let's learn more about Vince. Vince is an airline pilot, military veteran, transformational trainer and mentor, clear conscious channel. Vince brings a unique experience to the world of transformation and purpose-driven growth. His past experience in a stereotypically macho field brings a more integrated perspective to the softer field of personal growth not often seen. As a speaker, teacher, guide, and best-selling author of Mastering the Art of Success with Jack Canfield, Vince's distinct combination of experience, education, and research helps him develop powerful talks, workshops, and online training in finding happiness and success by living life by design. And we were just talking about that off air. Vince is the co-founder of Imagine Miracles. He passionately believes everyone is unique and the creator of their own life. It is his desire to inspire and empower men and women and organizations and families to find success and happiness by designing and creating a life fueled by their desires. Welcome, Vince. That's a fantastic bio. Well, thanks, Magic. Uh, I'm so happy to be here. We've uh, had a little bit of trouble getting together, but we're here now, and I can't wait to share with your audience. Thank you. Now, let's have a quick look at this bio. Airline pilot, military veteran, you certainly love service. So what made you become a mentor? Well, the, the interesting thing is, and it's it's really a huge part of my story. I told my grandmother when I was five years old that I knew I was on earth to help people love themselves and so they could love each other. And, uh, you know, where does a five-year-old come up with that? I mean, definitely, I still remembered my, what we call it, Imagine Miracles, my divine intent, my reason for being here, my purpose. But um, like most men, especially, I'm 63 years old, so my generation was raised by men who grew up in the 40s and the 50s, and there was a whole nother definition of, of a, what a man was supposed to be back then. And uh, shortly after I told my grandmother that my grandfather started 
teaching me what he thought it was to, to be a man. He was a little bit more influential in my life than my dad. My, my dad was influential, but my grandfather was, shall we say that moving target of love. <laughs> and, and I, that was the, the person I chose to, to want to please, because for some reason it, it felt like I needed to get his approval. So he taught me about competing. He taught me about being the best. He taught me about uh, good wasn't good enough. All, all of these old beliefs from somebody in the 30s and 40s. And through that, I, I truly learned how to be a, a man the way that society as a whole expected of me when, when I was that age. And, and that's where my growth, my desire to do technical things, to be a manager, to be a director, to, to fly airplanes, to be an Air Force officer. All of those came from believing that that was what I was supposed to do in life. And that was what was going to bring me the happiness. But all of the successes I've had, and, and don't get me wrong, my life has been very good. And sometimes that makes it hard is, for somebody who's a, a motivational or a transformational speaker, because overall, my life's been very good, but there was always something missing. And it took me to about that time frame where, where we move into, it's time to truly live the life that we're meant to live. It's time for me to start making a difference in a world in a way that makes me feel good. It's when I finally realized what that little five-year-old knew. It was time for me to help people start loving themselves so they could love others. And what a great mission to be on. So I think we should launch into imparting some of your wisdom here for the listeners. Now, I ask each of my guests the same three questions. And the vast difference of answers is always amazing and always inspiring. So here comes your first question. And that is, what can your expertise do to accelerate health? Now, we're not just talking physical, but also emotional and spiritual health, because they're things that can often be neglected. The, you know, the interesting thing is, and, and I know I've, I've already shared some answers with you, but, you know, the, the thing that's resonating with me right now to, to share with the audience is the first of all, to understand that we truly are the creators of our lives. Society as a whole has helped us believe that in many cases we're victims or we're along for the ride. And that's not true at all. If you look at quantum physics, if you look at spirituality, if you, if you bring the science and spiritual worlds together and, and look at it as a whole, we truly are the creators of our lives with our thoughts and feelings. And I know that you've had guests recently that, that have shared these, this same concept. But in understanding that, now the question is, okay, well, why then am I creating the life that I'm creating right now? Why am I showing up in the world the way I am? And it has to do with you know, the programming that we actually did ourselves. Um, it's not my grandfather's fault that I was programmed the way that he taught me. It was me deciding to take on his beliefs. It was me deciding to take on his way of looking at life. Consciously or unconsciously, it doesn't matter. 
I wanted to be loved by him. I wanted to be accepted by him. So I was willing to take on the way that he felt that I should live life. Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to make anybody wrong here. What I'm saying is that's how we're taught. We're taught to trust our elders. We're taught to trust those people in power. And everything that my parents did, everything that my grandparents did, my teachers did, they were doing everything that they could to help me have the best life that I could have. The trouble is it's their rules and it's their way of life. It's their beliefs. It's it's what's best for them or, or maybe not even what's best for them. It's just what worked enough for them. And as a whole, society needs to move as the, as the energy of the earth is moving from, or let's say the, the collective is moving from the old paradigm of I into the new paradigm of we, we need to start teaching our children and we need to start teaching ourselves that we, we can, through our thoughts and feelings, create everything that we want in our life. But we have to know who we are. We have to know why we're here. And we have to know what we bring to the world so we can align what we want with it. And when we're in alignment, our health is going to be in alignment. Because we're at a higher vibration, our body can't help but be healthy. When we're in alignment, our relationships are going to be alignment in alignment. Because as I know you shared in a couple podcasts just recently, the law of attraction, what, what we put out into the world, we attract in. Well, when we're in alignment, we're healthy, we're at a high vibration, we're going to attract those great relationships in our life that support us in our growth. So it's, it's not anybody being at fault for anything on the way life is right now. First of all, it was required for us to develop our gifts and talents. But then also, it's just time to move into a new level of awareness that we are that truly that powerful. As you say, we're that magical. That's a really great point. And I think with people's health, they kind of get onto this hamster wheel of chasing symptoms, but they're not looking at why something's happening. Now, listeners, I'm not saying that if you get cancer that you are meant to get cancer and, you know, that's a good thing. I'm a cancer survivor. I know it's not a good thing. It's certainly not a fun place to be for anyone. But we have to look at how did we get there? What did we miss on the way? And what are we learning on the way out? So, you know, that old adage, everything happens for a reason, whether it's God, source, higher power, Gaia, whatever it is that you believe in, maybe if you got cancer, that was part of your journey. And, you know, again, I'm not saying it's a good thing, but we can always take a positive out of everything. But for me, when I'm working with clients, it's definitely what did we miss along the way? What was the root cause? What was the whisper? And for some people, you know, with autoimmune or with the thyroid disease, it's simple things like not having their own voice, not finding a space to speak up. It's things like emotional trauma from a childhood that's deep-seated and, and buried and the limbic system just keeps popping up 
symptom and illness and problem after problem because something wasn't fixed from when you were three. So, you know, I think that's a really important thing that we go, okay, it's not just what we're doing now, but what happened before and what are we doing ahead of now? Can, can I share on that a little bit? Please. So a, a couple of things. One, our, our body is a, and our emotions are tremendous communication systems. They help us understand where we're not in alignment. They help us understand where our vibration is low. Each part of our body, one, resonates with a certain emotion, resonates with, with uh, different things that happen in our lives. And the vibration of those parts of our body are affected by the vibration of our experiences on the outside. So the, the body is actually in many ways telling us where we're out of alignment, telling us where it's time for us to, to move into a new vibration, if you will. So it's such a, a great communication system. And I loved the way that you said that, you know, it's not necessarily saying that we did something wrong. Actually, in a lot of cases, let's use cancer. Cancer is a, is a very low vibration, the, the vibration of a healthy body is 68 to 72 megahertz. So that's bringing all our parts together and bringing all their vibrations and boom, between 68 and 72 is a healthy body. That means the majority or all of our parts are, are in alignment with the energy that they are. If for some reason we hold on to, to guilt or we hold on to shame or we hold on to anger because we were taught that we shouldn't show our emotions, we shouldn't let them out, we shouldn't experience it, one part of our body or another starts to move to a lower vibration. And cancer is about 42 megahertz. When, when that part of your body gets that low vibrationally, it starts showing signs of disease, if you will. So it, it's really just showing us, uh, the body's telling us, look, you're, you're holding on to this emotion or you're holding on to this and it's destroying you from the inside out. And thank goodness for Western medicine because Western medicine gives us time to really look at the inside and to go to the cause the true cause of the problem that emotion that we're holding on to or the judgment that we're holding on inside of us but then the the other thing about the body is our higher selves and i and i know you talked to seth about the higher self just recently our higher selves are constantly given us circumstances to help us on our path i i believe magic that we came into this world knowing the difference that we're meant to make, knowing our purpose. And we made that decision to come in to live that purpose. But along the way, we had to forget the purpose. We had to forget just how uh, amazing we were as a vibrational strand of the universe or, or God, uh, our source, as you said. We had to forget that so we could experience the high and low vibrations and develop our gifts and talents. So now we've learned from our parents because we chose them and we learned their belief system and that helped us 
live life a certain way and we develop this gift and we develop that gift and we develop this talent and, and now all our gifts and talents are ready to share uh, the difference that we're meant to make with the world so we have to wake up and our higher selves wakes us up through these circumstances so i, I love the way that you put it that you know cancer in in many ways is a wake up and, and nothing that you did wrong the question is, do we wake up and start moving into the fullness of us? But you also said we miss whispers along the way. So we like to look at and imagine miracles. We're constantly getting messages. We're constantly getting promptings from our higher self, from the, the universe to, to move into the fullness of ourselves. So we get conscious wake up calls first. Things like I shared with you earlier, that there was always something missing in my life, that something missing was a conscious wake up for me to start looking for what was missing. And I just ignored it and ignored it and ignored it. And, and then there was a few other little conscious wake ups like I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. Why am I not feeling the happiness that I know I deserve? That was another conscious wake up for me. But I didn't listen to it. I ignored him. I didn't know I should listen to him. I didn't know that my intuition was really that non-physical part of myself trying to move me in the direction that I chose to be here. I, I had no idea. Up till I was 50 years old, I was what people would say completely asleep, if you will. My wake up didn't come till, till about that time frame. And, and the big wake-ups that I had was 9-11. The, the first, it was devastating to, to many people, especially people in, in the U.S. And, but Grandpa taught me well, and I just kind of blew 9-11 off. I actually flew the same flight that crashed in Pennsylvania in the States. I flew that flight one week earlier. So if, if I was piloting that flight or instead of 9-11, it was 9-4, I probably would have been the smoking hole in Pennsylvania. But I didn't pay attention to it. So then another wake-up call came, uh, the bankruptcy of, of United Airlines. And when they went bankrupt, I just listened to what my dad told me. It was my job to support my family. It was my job to have a retirement. So I just put my head down, ignored the wake-up call, and then finally, a third wake-up call showed up, which was pretty devastating to me. It was my ex-wife coming home and saying, you know, I, I'm not happy anymore. I, I want a divorce. And that was the final thing that woke me up to start looking for what was missing. And through that journey, uh, you talked about Jack Canfield in my bio, uh, through that journey, I met Jack Canfield. I got involved in some of his programs, and I found what was missing was me. And that's that's for all of us. We're all miracles, like you said in, in the intro. We're all miracles, and we all have something so special and so unique to bring to the world that we have to listen to these wake-up calls. My desire magic is nobody has to go through the crisis wake-up calls that you and I have experienced, I hope that they can learn to catch them when they're in the conscious stage. Most definitely. And that leads us to wealth. 
So when we talk about wealth, it's not just financial, but also the personal and emotional wealth. So what are your top three tips to creating wealth? It is so easy. We have a program called Take a Quantum Leap. And during Take a Quantum Leap, I take people through uh, what I call the Your Unique Purpose Formula. And the three steps in my mind to truly bring abundance into your life is get to know who you are energetically and understand how that energy shows up in the world. And that's step one of my five steps of the Your Unique Purpose Formula. Step two, understand what you uniquely bring to the world. Your combination of gifts and talents are unlike anybody else's in the world. I think we're pushing 8 billion people now in the world, but there's no one with the exact same combination of gifts and talents. And we all developed a process along our lifetime to share those gifts and talents. So if you bring your gifts, talents, and process together, you are uniquely qualified to share yourself with a group of people in that 8 billion that are looking for that combination of gifts, talents, and process. They need you to help them live their life fully. And that doesn't mean that you have to go out and be a coach or go out and speak or anything like that. It's just understanding that you have this gift to share with people and you have to share it. And then the third is, why am I here? That's what people think is their purpose, but all three parts, the who, what, and why are your purpose. So once you understand, okay, this is the difference that I chose to make before I came to this earth, and now I remember it, now if you can start living it. And if you're living those three things, magic, you're living on purpose. And when you're living on purpose, you're at your highest vibration. If you're at your highest vibration and you align what you want to those three parts of your purpose, instead of, I'm supposed to want this because I'm going to feel better, or I see the neighbor really happy and they have this, so I want that because I should experience what they experience. We look on the outside to decide what we want, but if we can look on the inside and realize that our purpose is why we're here, and if we align what we want or we choose what we want to attract, manifest, create, uh, materialize in our life, if we align with our purpose, now we are going to be at the high vibration and we're going to attract all of those things in our lives and the abundance will come from that. And it can be, I believe that there's enough monetary wealth out there for all of us. I believe that there's enough high quality, like-minded, like-hearted relationships out there for all of us. And my abundance looks different than your abundance, like you just shared. So if we bring ourselves into that higher vibration, we are going to attract everything that we want and everything that we need to live our life and live our mission fully. 
And I think that is just a perfect answer for that question. Thank you. And I'm pretty sure you're going to say similar things to my next question. And that is, have you ever battled your weight? And if so, how did you go through that journey? And just listening to your answer before about finding purpose, I think that is key in finding your ideal weight. What is your perspective on that? A hundred percent. A couple of things I can share with you there. First of all, a, a lot of weight problems are because of beliefs or because of how we perceive ourselves or how we believe others perceive ourselves. And we get into a cycle where we kind of lose control because our subpersonalities are sharing we shouldn't be seen or we're, we're not worthy, we're not lovable. And as our subpersonalities are sharing those things with us, we try to find comfort. And in trying to find comfort, we seem to remove ourselves from society in a lot of ways, which, which adds to weight gain. I'm a comfort food guy. And when I don't feel loved or I don't feel accepted, I, I'm ready to have a, a not just a bowl of ice cream, but a, a container of ice cream. And it was learning that that was coming from just trying to make myself feel good. And my subpersonalities telling me to, to pull back from people because they might not be trustworthy or whatever. I had to switch from that place of, first of all, I am good enough and I am worthy and I don't need to protect myself from the world. If you look at a lot of people, and I'm just going to share this from a place of, of what I see and what I feel in the world. So I, I don't want anybody to, to think that this is the only way. But I see people that are carrying extra weight. Most of them have huge hearts. If you can connect with the energy of who they are and, and really feel into those people, they've got huge hearts. They're lovers. They, they love the world and they care about other people. And it seems like we put weight on our bodies to protect our hearts from being hurt from the outside world. So once again, that's, that's just the way my experience of, of people and so how do we move beyond that? Well, one, look at our beliefs. Can people really hurt me? As a child, yes, people could hurt you. They, they could say words. Um, their actions could be perceived from a child whose brain hasn't fully developed yet. The reasoning part of our brain hasn't developed. Those kind of things can make a child look at themselves and say, oh, I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I'm never going to be loved. And in that, they start making themselves feel better. They start finding ways to hide themselves from the world so the world can't tell them how, how unlovable they are. But now as we get older, and, and nobody's told us this, we can, go, we can change all of those beliefs. They're, they're not real. So when we're older with the reasoning part of the brain, can we start seeing ourselves as lovable? Can we start understanding where the belief that we're unlovable, we're unworthy came from, and then go back and, and reframe that. Because 
it was just our perception that took it on. And if we can change our perception of what happened, then we not only change where we are right now or change where we're going to be in the future, but we can actually change the past. So for me, it was learning that I was worthy. It was learning that I was good enough. My uh, experiences as a child was a very happy childhood overall, but my mom would go into times where um, she didn't think anybody loved her. She didn't think anybody cared about her. And in her, in the words that she said, when she went into these time frames, she made me feel like I wasn't good enough and I couldn't love people good enough. And that's where I started putting on some weight when I got a little bit older, because I, I just believed that I couldn't share that with the world. But then as I uncovered who I am, realized that, you know, I am worthy. And what my mother shared with me, where I got the perception there was something wrong with me, I just realized that there was things that she was going through. And she was just saying her, the words because of the hurt inside of her. And I realized that I had nothing to do with that. And in that, then it allowed me to to see myself differently and realize that my belief that I wasn't good enough, couldn't love well enough, I realized that it, it wasn't true. And that was able to then to help me change the outlook on me and then change my eating habits, change the way I showed up in the world because I realized I didn't have to protect my heart from the world. Thank you for such a raw and honest answer for that one. Now, Vince, we love to give the listeners freebies here. So what can you offer the listeners here as a freebie and where can they find it? Well, easy enough. If you go to imaginemiracles.com forward slash magic, I'm going to give you a smorgasbord of freebies. So I'll, I'll give you the Your Unique Purpose formula that I just shared a little bit. So you know the five steps and I'll give you some ways to start working through the steps. There's also going to be an opportunity to pre-order uh, Mary and my next book. It's a memoir. It's called uh, Moments of Choice. And uh, that'll be available for you there. But we also, for the first 10 people, they come from this podcast that want to sit down with Mary and I and talk for 20 minutes on what's holding you up from living that life that you're meant to live. What's holding you up from sharing the miracle of you and what's the next step. We call it a your life, your way breakthrough session. That'll be available on that page also. Very generous. Thank you. Listeners, jump onto that. That is some great freebies there. Not just one, but many. This was your episode 160. And I do thank you for your time. Vince will return in 161 to tell us how to live the life we're meant to live. For now, listeners, go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. 
You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.